There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I'm too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I love watching scary movies, and so I watch them, and I tell you about them, and I can't freaking wait to tell you about today's movie. I'm so excited. And a note to our listeners, this is going to be a video episode, which will be available on our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. but it's also an audio episode, so, you know, mm-hmm. either way. Either way, if you were sitting there being like, wait, I hear it, but I don't see it. <laughs> That's because it's also just a regular It's both. Episode. It's both. It's both. It's both. But before we get into today's movie, did anything scary happen to us this week? <gasps> Should I go first? Go first I think it seems like you're ready to. <laughs> um, um, so I guess the scary have I told you guys about Q Health? Have I told you about the at home testing system that I'm now participating in? Okay. No. So Netflix has sent all of its like ten thousand employees a little at home device. Uh it's like a little box. It looks like the little box that um Mr. Chalamet puts his hand in in the beginning of Dune. Oh Ooh, no. That's like the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Except a tiny version Scary for box. a tiny hand. For a tiny hand. Um but yeah, it's like this little white box. And then they every four weeks they send you more testing units. And if you're going into the office, you're supposed to test on like a regular cadence. And it's terrifying because it's connected to your phone and every test has a cartridge that you insert into the box and then you do your test and then you insert the little like nose swab into the cartridge. It links to your phone. Your phone is like test in progress. Do, 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 do. And then it tells you whether you're positive or negative, obviously. Then it sends the results to Netflix. So they're tracking everything that's happening. And if you're positive, it automatically like sends that info to safety. It connects you to a doctor. It like does Whoa. everything for you. Yeah. Crazy. I've only gotten negative. Luck, you know, I haven't had COVID yet, but um, knock on wood. Phew. Um, Phew. But it's just terrifying that this type of technology is like living in our home. Like, like it feels very big brothery. You know what I mean? The yeah. fact that like the company I work for is like, in order to work for us, we need you to like do this thing with your body and send us your body result, the results. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like we opened that door a bit with like Alexa. I feel like I'm like already oh, absolutely. familiar with that level of like, this is kind of weird, right? <laughs> like they can hear <laughs> yeah. me. Um, just the fact that, yeah, like if you want to, it just, it's another way to control people, right? It's if you wanted to hack into this, if there are any hackers out there who are wanting to create an idea, 
I know a lot of people listening. Hackers in a rut. We've got a th- we've got an idea Amateur for Amateur hackers. I don't know what you could do because that my brain doesn't work that way, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but I feel like there's a lot of potential there. And I don't know. It's just a, it's a little scary. It scared me a little bit. That is scary. Yeah. On the other hand, though, like given that we are in a pandemic and people are expected to go into work, it is there is an angle of it that is good that they're saying, like, here's the testing and here's the transparency. And so everybody knows, like, this is what we're doing. Absolutely. You know, that's good. But in general, things like that should just be more widely accessible. And it's like weird that it has to come from your company and you're like, send us your, you know what I mean? Like, in general, it would just be nice if we had a better system like from the government to ensure that people are staying healthy and on top of it and testing. And in this moment, if the technology is used responsibly and safely, then yes, it should absolutely be widely available. It's more like this technology has the potential to be so abused and mishandled. And that's what scares me, although we are not there yet. Yeah, it's like not scary now, but it could be the beginning of a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're right. The scary thing right now is, Emily, that like Netflix is probably like the only company that's even one of the only companies that's even providing this service to its employees, yeah. even though everyone's having to go in and work. And that's fucked up. Yeah. Okay, guys. Guys. What about you? <laughs> that just reminded me. I, this isn't my scary thing, but I took a rapid test yesterday for the first. I hadn't taken one in a little while. Because I got, I think I like got in this mindset of like, oh my God, there's never going to be rapid tests available. So you have to save them for when you like really need them. And so I, I've just like been hoarding them anyway. But I, I took one yesterday because I was going to see a friend who has a, a child, um, young child. And so I, I, I truly was like, is this going to, I didn't think I had COVID. I don't, but I, I, I'd been so long since I tested that I was like, what if it just comes back? And I'm like, oh, I guess I have COVID. <laughs> like I was fully just ready to be like, oh. Okay. <laughs> I think about that every time it. every time I take a test and there must be so many people who have had that exact experience and yeah. it is just like yeah, it feels like I feel like I'm in the thing every time like the part where they're like testing yes, the, testing the, little, the blood and dropping it in and I'm like and it's going to go like ah! <laughs> yeah, like the test is just Do like covid. <laughs> yeah. Hasn't happened yet, but it hasn't happened yet. Maybe that is what happens when you get a positive result. I wouldn't know. Mm-mm, we wouldn't. So remains to be seen. Um, something that happened to all of us this week is we got some nice mail from <gasps> a listener named Katrina who sent us freaking cross stitches or is that what they're called? I think it is what it's Needle called. point. Oh, it's so cool. Wait, it's very impressive. I'm it's very so impressed. Good. But I just wanted to say thank you to Katrina. And if you guys want to check her out, she is on Instagram at Katrina.lifeinstitches. Um, thank you, oh, Katrina. It's Katrina. really nice. So, oh my God, it's so nice. I can't, I'm like, it's, it's up in my living room. <sighs> oh, I can't wait to get mine. Where am I going to really, put it in my house? It's really <laughs> precious. It's so cool. I'm so, so cool. excited. And then I just wanted to say that I'm very excited about 2022 horror movies. I The trailer for Men came out, the new Alex mm-hmm. Garland movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It. Oh, my God. It looks uh, so good. And I feel oh like between that and Nope 
and we're getting a new Ari Aster movie later this year. And uh, today's movie that we won't say what it is yet, but we won't say we're not going to spoil it. And yeah, I'm just oh my god, I'm excited. When I watched you posted the trailer for Men Sammy, and I responded like, "It feels like this was made just for our podcast." Men are the scariest mm-hmm. thing of all. It was like, okay, well, here you go. Here, like, here you go. Here's this movie. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait. Wow. Do we know any deets about the Ari Aster one yet? Are there any? Is there any info out there? I know Joaquin Phoenix is in it. It's called <gasps> Disappointment Boulevard. Wait, is it a horror movie or is it just an Ari Aster? I think it's less of a horror maybe than his others, but it is still listed as. I still a feel horror. like it's gonna. He's not okay. gonna do something pleasant. No, 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 no. <laughs> and neither is Joaquin. To be completely honest, no, 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 no. no. Although, come on, come on, was pretty pleasant. Okay, I didn't see it. I didn't see it either. It was good. I liked it. Wait, Sammy, did you ever watch the his short that he made when he was in film school? Yes, we were just oh talking about it. We were just talking it. about it this week. And if anyone hasn't seen it, it's called like There's Something Wrong with the Johnsons or The Strange Thing About the Johnsons, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And just like be forewarned that I was really angry at it was Evan who was on the podcast for Event Horizon who told me to watch it. And afterwards, I was like mad at Evan the way that you guys were at me after Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yeah. (laughs) Same kind of feelings it brought up for me. To clarify, I was mad at both of you. I was mad at both of you. I was mad at (laughs) Emily for for sharing the information and for Sammy um... for you you prompting. I was furious. Doesn't feel fair, but I guess... Feelings are valid and I have to accept them. I have to accept them. <laughs> yeah, no, I just remember hearing what the plot line of that uh, of that is and being shock, shocked out of my seat. From the twisted mind of Ari Aster. <laughs> he is twisted. <laughs> he is truly, truly twisted. Um, Emily, what's your scary thing? Um, I'm. I mean, well, first I just want to say this isn't scary. It's lovely. We've been taught. We it's such a. What are the words I'm trying to say? Sometimes ties it's hard. in. Sometimes it's hard. Ties into your thing, Sammy, which is talking about sweet gifts. And I just want to say, Sammy brought me too many cutting boards. <laughs> so now I have many cutting boards. Um, oh. and I'll be so safe. I'll be so safe. No more cutting tomatoes towards yourself. No more cutting tomatoes in the air towards my hand. <laughs> Maybe. Um, really, it's just such a sweet little gift. I really like that tier of gift giving in life between people mm. where like, no reason. But here's the thing that I thought you would that I thought you'd like. And here's a surprise for you to have is like maybe the the dearest thing. I really love it. It makes everybody feel good. Makes me feel good. Makes you feel good. Just a nice little, I was thinking about you. Oh, my God. Oh, it is so good. It's so yeah. good. I'm so excited to use my little cutting boards. They're the best. You're going to love them. Oh, wow. Um, So that was very nice. It's so cute. <laughs> Sammy, you're good at that. You're She's good at really those little gifts. She's really good at that. Gift giving is, is one of her love languages. I try. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've gotten worse in the pandemic just because my brain has been like turned a little bit to self-preservation. And so it's something that yeah. I'm trying to get back into. Is and I feel like you have to be out in the world a bit mm-hmm. to like remember that stuff. You yep. know, like you have to be out and like see something and have your mind triggered and go like, oh right, you know, like we got the synapses don't firing. fire the same way when we're not out and about. Yeah. Speaking of synapses not firing, I'm going to talk about cats, my cats, some more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do it, do it. And guys, 
today. It is March 27th. The cats are fully integrated. The cats are <gasps> fully integrated. Final, final phase. Less, like less than a month? How long has it been? It's six been, weeks? No, it's been, it's been, yeah, it's been about six weeks. It's been about okay. six weeks. They, and they've okay. been fully integrated like for this whole week, basically. And we finally opened the door to like, like they had been out roaming together freely whenever we were around. And the, this past week, we've been like, okay, fine. Even when we're gone, we trust that you're not going to kill each other. And and it's and the movie that we, we sleep, they're all free to be. Right. So it's like we just live with four cats. We just live with four cats <laughs> who all live here. And it's great. It is also I truly both of us have moments where we like look around at the cats and are like d- just overwhelmed at. They're just everywhere. They're just everywhere, especially right before we feed them. It's like they're on the prowl everywhere they you start look. like swarming <laughs> and they start like like meowing and like weaving in between each other. like there are moments where it's truly like ah like you like want to hide from them because there's just like so many cats um but they're great they're the best uh, but speaking of eating um now it's a th- so we have four cats two of them are obsessed with food all food would eat forever and everything. Mabel being one of them. Mabel has to have a slow feeder, uh, which is like a spiky little dish where she has to like scoop her little food out. Because if you put her food just in a straight bowl, she will. It's like it's alarming. Unhinging like a snake unhinges its jaw. (laughs) And she'll be and she'll just go like and and like (laughs) like truly inhales it and then barfs. Like it's like it's so scary to watch her do it. I tried (laughs) before I brought her over here. I was like, maybe I forgot. Like maybe she can handle it now. Maybe she can eat out of a bowl. And I tried it. And I put her food in a bowl and she just was like, (gasps) and I was like, oh my god, oh my god. Like it's like, what is wrong with you? Oh my god! So so there. Mabel has that. Birdie, she doesn't eat so fast. She pukes, but she just will like eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and eat everybody's food. So she's always has to eat separate from Theo and Marlo, who are skinny teenies. Marlo weighs six pounds. She's like a puff of smoke. She's just like a teeny little cat who doesn't really care about food. And then Theo is just a little weirdo who doesn't really care about food. He'll like come and go. So Birdie has to be separate from them because she'll eat all of her food and then push them out and eat all of their food so now it's like our cats are integrated but when it comes to feeding mabel is in the office with her slow feeder birdie is locked in the bedroom alone with her food which she eats in 20 seconds (laughs) and then we leave we let marlo and theo eat in the in the kitchen but they will take like an hour to finish their food so like come and go so then the other two are locked away birdie after she's done in 20 seconds and then we'll just like scream and howl and like claw at the door we'll keep she'll be like Oh, just like God. trying to get out of the bedroom because she's just done and wants to hang out but she'll yeah. inhale the other guys' food and like Theo really likes to be to be pet while he eats so like he'll walk away <laughs> from his food and he won't eat and we're like Theo you have to eat because we have to let Birdie out so like this morning before we recorded I caught myself I was like oh Theo didn't eat enough of his food so you pick him up and you put him in front of his bowl and just pet him while he eats I'm just standing oh. over this cat petting him while he eats and just like these are lunatics. These are lunatics in this house. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole production. There's a lot of it's things a whole happening. Production twice a day. It really is a lot that we have to put up with. Sorry, Henley, you have a child. <laughs> <laughs> a human child. 
a real child, a human, a human that you've yeah created, birthed, raised. No, Emily. While while you're explaining all of that, I was like, I wonder if I could break down like what Silas does in such a detailed way. And then I was trying to like think about it, and my brain was just like a thick fog of smoke. And I was like, "There's a baby out there." But what happens? What's, How what does are the he steps? live? What are the steps? Like the, you, have, you have the steps down to a science, and I could not tell you the steps. You're if just someone was like autopilot, one hundred percent. Like also just in the moment, like real living yeah, in the moment. Yeah. Also, you know, he's a living, growing child who, like, probably ch- it probably changes pretty frequently, like what he needs and how he. Be- like these guys is like at nine a.m. and nine p.m. we feed them. Like they don't they don't get a say. They're not like you know. Yeah. It, it, the biggest say they get is like pet me while I eat, and we do it so that they eat their food. You know, that's like pretty much. That's cute, though. That's it cute. Is, and that's why we do baby. it. It's really cute. But it's also yeah. like, Jesus Christ. Like, what? I want you to start thinking more about how this is just TikTok content. I knew you were going to say that. I know. I know. <laughs> In true. fact, a friend of mine told me, she was like, you need to make this a TikTok. And I, I truly was like, will you do it for me? Like, I was like, <laughs> I don't know how. She was like, yeah, send me the send me this clips and I'll make. I was like, because I'm like, Hell I don't. Yeah. So we'll, I'll keep you posted. I'm sending some pictures and videos to Lisa. If you don't follow her, Lisa Gilroy, she's so funny and she's great oh, at she'll TikToks. she'll be good. She'll be perfect And at I that. was like, Lisa, please, please make this for me because I don't know how. So TikTok's forthcoming if I can, you know, get my friend to do it for me. <laughs> They're really hard. I feel like. They're so hard. How does Gen Z do it? How does Gen Z do it? And Lisa's a millennial, so my God, more power to her. That's true, but it's like kind of more her job, I feel like, right? Yeah, yeah. She's doing, she's, you know, that's her comedy. She's doing it. Yeah. And our job is talking about horror movies. That's our job. That's our job. That's our job, our full-time job. That's my job. Clocking into work. We do it 40 hours a week. (laughs) Can you imagine? The daily grind. The daily grind. (laughs) Um, But... This week we are talking about X. It's in Ooh. theaters currently. A, a new release, 2022. Wow. Um, it was written and directed by Ty West, starring Mia Goth, Jenna Ortega, Brittany Snow, Kid Cudi, Martin Henderson, Owen Campbell, and Stephen Yuri. Oh, fun cast. It is a very fun cast. And I went and saw it in theaters. I loved it. Mm. And I'm excited to tell you guys about it. I'm very excited. And only because you're excited and other people I know who like horror movies are, are like, ooh, this movie. I, I know literally nothing about it other than that. Mm. So I'm also excited. Excited about <laughs> X. Um, I did watch. I did watch the trailer for this, and was spo- I felt spooky. I'm spooked. It's spooky, but it's like fun. It's like very much trying to. It wants you to have a good time. Pay homage. Homage. homage? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> homage. Yeah. To like. 70s slashery like there's like a lot of texas chainsaw vibes Mm -hmm. which is you know maybe not the thing to say to get you guys extra excited i don't think that's so fun but i know what you mean but it's like also the porn industry and it's just like a lot of good remember okay you know how we talked about um how there are like moments in pop culture where it's like remember Mm. it was like the prestige and the illusionist and like right now it's porn 
Mm-hmm. 1970s, 1970s porn. porn. Like and Minx, also just like Minx, X. X. Pam and Tommy, which I know isn't 70s porn, but it's still porn. Like, I just feel like all of a sudden there's like all this porn related content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I'm <laughs> into it. Me some ideas. I'm into it. <laughs> and you know, I'm so into Oh my God. Is it set in the 70s? Yes. God, 1979. I, I'm I'm like so very inspired by 70s aesthetics right now. Oh, baby, baby. I am <laughs> loving. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, you know? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, maybe. I give you some stats about it. Please. It has a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy shit. I'm honestly like shocked by it. I mean, I really liked it, but horror movies never get that. Like, wow. ever. Do you think it has something to do with the fact that it's brand new? And so the only people rating it, like, there aren't that many. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that affects it? I feel like it's been out for a couple weeks. It's mm-hmm. it's still impressive. Yeah, I mean, it, might, it for sure might go down over time, but I feel like I'm still impressed that it's this right out the gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty it's cool. It's a strong start. Um, but 79% on Metacritic and a uh, 7.4 on IMDb, which is just hey! like still pretty high for those yeah, as well. Yeah, up in the sevens. Yeah. I couldn't find the budget, but it has it made $4.4 million opening weekend and it's made $7.2 million so far. That's meaningless to us because we don't know. That means nothing. We don't know. We don't know the budget. We don't know the budget. Know the budget. So hopefully it was low budget. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was. Okay. Um, there's not a lot of trivia, but I will remind you guys that Ty West is part of the group of Mumblegore. That, okay, I was like, why do I know that name? We've talked about mm-hmm. him before, maybe mentioned him. He was in Your Next because that group kind of like okay. rotates who's, right, right. who's directing and who's acting and writing. Like they all kind of work together a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but we haven't done either of his other movies that he directed which are house of the devil and the innkeepers which have both been requested a lot so we'll definitely have to do them eventually house of the devil is that um alexander daddario no then fucking make (laughs) me i guess (laughs) no it's not no emily it's not so i was just completely wrong Oh, yeah. well, I wish I knew what you were talking about. Yeah, I, who knows? I would, I would have been like, idiot. oh, you're thinking of this, but I really can't think of what uh, that would be. There's some, God fucking see I want to see, I want to see her in more things. I love Alex Daddario. I've only ever seen her in White Lotus. Well, it's not the house of the devil it's not house of the devil if we could if we could just strike that from the conversation that would be great because emily that was wrong <laughs> would know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'm looking the other directors that are like mumble gore directors are the Duplass brothers joe swanberg adam wingard amy Semetz, and the ones that we have covered are yeah you're next and we did creep which is mm-hmm. available on our Patreon. Hated creep. Hated it. Hated creep. Hated it is upsetting. Um, and this is the fifth horror movie for Mia Goth, who I just like love her mm-hmm. as a little freaking scream queen. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of We Summon the Darkness, oh, which is never heard of only it. related because it's a horror movie that stars 
Alexander thought was this, which or the other one, which it's not. So once again, fucking stupid. But I just wanted you guys to know she is in a horror movie, and I think it came up because it was one that I was thinking about watching because I had read that it's like not so hard yeah. to watch. Maybe also Johnny Knoxville's in it. So Sammy, oh that's fun. You better check it out. I love him. I'm a Steve-O girl at heart, but I, I know, but you still, you know, you like them. I love them all. I love, you them, love all. them all. But yeah, I just love Mia Goth in everything, but also like specifically in horror. So she was in A Cure for Wellness, Marrowbone, mm. Suspiria, High Life, and now this. I don't know if I would call High Life a horror movie. I've seen Is that. Is she um, having Shia LaBeouf's baby? Is that what's happening? Yes. <gasps> yes. No. Yeah, no. That's, that's a, that one's tough. That's, I'm, that's it is. tough, I think. It is tough. No. So they got together after FK Twigs, I guess? Yeah. Weren't they I together think they before? were together before and then sp- split up. And, and then now, got back together. And, yeah. I don't even know if they're... Maybe they are currently together, but I she's pregnant with them. No. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. It's, that one's tough. That one's tough. We, I really I, wish her the best. I wish him the best, fuck. too, to be completely honest. I want him to, you know, Heal. get well. Yeah. yeah. He's, got, he's got a lot of uh, trauma that he's he has got a lot to of trauma. work through. Yeah. Ooh, having a baby doesn't help with that. <laughs> it doesn't help. It doesn't Makes give it you worse. time to focus on you, I wouldn't no, say. No, 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 no. Especially when a lot of your trauma <laughs> seems to be from an outside About. perspective. I don't know anything. I don't know him, but related to his childhood. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Well, Mia Goth. Wish, um, her, the, wish her the best. <laughs> I guess that's all we have to say about that. (laughs) 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 All you can do is laugh because there's nothing else to do. Uh, well, should we watch this trailer? I think that's what yeah. we can do. Farmer's daughter, take one. I need to be famous, Wayne. All the best people are. There ain't nobody else out there like you. You know why? Why? Because you got that X factor. That day's a struggle and may soon be over. Hollywood, here we go. So this is it. Our own studio backlog. You're looking for a place to stay. Oh, yes, sir. That's one ugly son bitch. And my wife, Pearl, is next door. So I would appreciate a little discretion. You don't know what we're doing, does he? Well, it's better to beg for forgiveness and ask for permission. Would you like to... Come inside. Much obliged. I want to be in the movie. Well, you can't. The story can't just change midway through. If Daddy catches us, there's no telling what he might do. My wife is not well. It happens after dark. Do you? 
people's eyes are gonna pop out of their damn skulls when they see this. Are you all right? No. One of the boys found this inside. What do you think is on it? I see one goddamn fucked up horror picture. I'm excited. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm really excited. It looks fun. Jenna Ortega is so watchable and so mm. How good is freaking that freaking cute? That freaking scream from her. What a good scream. Oh my god. She's yeah, she is destined to be in a little horror movie star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I didn't know that Kid Cuddy's name was Scott. Scott Miscuddy. I didn't know that his name was Scott. It is. Yeah. But I feel like he's his IMDb is under Kid Cudi. That's I mean, that's his, how he's known. Um, He's great in it. He's so great. I, I mean, nobody loves Kid Shout out to Silent Jenna. Nobody loves Kid Cudi like Silent Jenna loves Kid it's Cudi. True. It's true. Um, but he's just so he's so great. And the uh, other guy in it, I like while watching it was like, this guy looks so familiar. What is this guy from? It's Martin Henderson. He's the main guy in the ring, which is kind of fun because I haven't like seen him. in I don't think anything between those two things. Yeah, was that like 1999, 2000? Yeah, it was like roughly 20 years ago. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm sure he has been in stuff, but I just like haven't seen him (laughs) in that in anything in a while and so it took me a while to place him and then i was like "Ooh, that's fun he's from horror movies that we've talked about they really made the old guy look like the creepy old grandpa from texas chainsaw massacre yeah. i feel like his like scary long hair and bald yeah. head yeah that, like my wife isn't well after dark i was like is this the visit <laughs> is this the visit again <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah it is similar or- Take or the what's the one with Catherine Hahn? Which one? Oh, is that That's the visit? visit? That's mm-hmm. the visit. Oh, I was thinking you were thinking of Relic. See, I'm not the only stupid one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stupid. Wait, we're all stupid. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, wait. yeah, yeah. You make one mistake, you're stupid. <laughs> I was never trying to say I wasn't stupid. For the record, you're not stupid. You're not stupid. Don't talk about my friend like that. Oh, cute. Um, all right. Should we freaking find wow. out about this movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet, so you get a box of the market's best quality wines however often you'd like for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? 
Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's dive in. And again, I'll just say, because this is a new release, you know, sometimes the recaps are a little less. It's hard to do. Reliable. But I think that, I think I'll do a pretty good job. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're going to be great. I really believe in you. So we start on some police cars arriving at like a crime scene. This is like a little farmhouse and kind of a swamp. It's like a swampy part of Texas. It was actually filmed in New Zealand, but um, it's set in Texas. So interesting. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, there are like covered bodies everywhere like with with you know blankets over them but we see like some shit has gone down here and these cops are trying to piece it together and on the tv inside this farmhouse a broadcast is playing of like a televangelist preacher saying like uh, talking about sin and if you don't repent for your sins like you'll be going to hell and that kind of thing we're going to see this broadcast repeated a lot okay and then we go back in time, basically, to find out how we got here. Okay, so this is the house that is yes. currently behind you. Yeah, and I actually usually don't like when movies start at the end. I always feel like it's kind of a cheap hook. Yeah. But I think it kind of works here because of the whole vibe of the movie. I just didn't, it didn't bother me here. Wait, sorry. Did did you say there are a lot of like their bodies? Yes, everywhere. Yeah. Can you tell how many, or is it just kind of like in the background? You can't really. We see, see at least three. Okay. And there's okay. a lot of blood everywhere. Like it's clear that uh, something bad happened here. <laughs> and is this when we seen from the trailer the police talking and finding the camera? Or does that happen later? That's later. Okay. 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 So yeah, we then now we go back in time and uh, we go to meet 
Mia Goth's character. <gasps> hey, Mia. Her name is Maxine Minx. And she is a porn star and we meet her she's like in this back room doing um coke and saying to herself in the mirror i will not accept a life i do not deserve yikes and in walks her boyfriend wayne who is martin henderson from the ring uh who is like the producer kind of sleazy producer like he's really channeling kind of a matthew mcconaughey and magic mike type of vibe um they like we like matthew mcconaughey and magic mike so. i mean it's true it's true but you know what i mean like just kind of want to be careful like what we're saying <laughs> <about>. <laughs> maybe a, a even a, a sleazier version of that great mm-hmm. that i can take <laughs> so this is her boyfriend and uh, there's like talk of like oh we're gonna make you a star she really wants to be famous and they are gonna hit the road and go to a, another location to film a porno and they all get in the car we meet the other stars of the porno which are britney snow and kid cuddy their names are bobby lynn and jackson hole <laughs> <laughs> and they all like pile into this van which is very much like the beginning of texas chainsaw massacre where it's like the group of them getting in the van driving into the texas countryside and as they're driving out uh wayne is handing out copies of the script for the porn it's called the farmer's daughters and they're reading it again like everyone's pretty excited like feeling like this is a time when the porn industry is like booming they feel like they're gonna like make it big they're gonna be rich there's further in the back of the van rj and lorraine lorraine is jenna ortega rj is um owen campbell and rj is the director and so he's the one with the camera filming and Lorraine will be running sound and it's Lorraine is his girlfriend and she's kind of quiet and looks out of place and is like a little shocked by like this isn't her normal scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are, like stop for gas on their way out and the gas prices are 60 cents a gallon. The whole theater had a big laugh. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> I saw... For the first time, seven a number starting with seven the other day, and <gasps> yeah. not for diesel, for regular gasoline. Yeah, holy shit, that's real bad. It's gotten real bad in LA. I mean, it's got bad everywhere, but like it's no, oof. that's really because we were just driving to Maryland and it was like four four dollars. Like oh, not that bad. was when it was good here. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Sorry, yeah. guys. Yeah, it's bad. Um, but they stop at this gas station and Wayne and Maxine go in the store and she again is like saying like, I want to be famous, Wayne. She's got a good Southern accent, Mia Goth, normally British. And he's telling her like, you are going to be famous because you've got that X factor. Mm. Oh, but the title X is like also a reference to X ratings, I guess, yes. in the 70s having an x rating meant that you could play in the theater without having to like go through the mpaa or something and then the mpa like got rid of it and changed it to nc-17 yeah i feel like i remember that all of a sudden i was like oh yeah i remember things being like x rate like that and now i'm like oh no it's just nc-17 yeah they don't do it anymore but it was like a loophole at the time that you could like play porn in theaters 
as long as you rate like said it's rated x i think you got to go to a special theater for it now you've got to go yeah i was gonna say i think they had like theaters where your computer at home (laughs) yes everyone was like masturbating in those theaters but then they got rid of those theaters there was one there was one by my house in la when i first moved to la i never went to it but it was can you imagine if i did go to it be so <laughs> I wouldn't shame you if you did. No, I just that would feel be fun, like I would be surprised. I it's yeah, I'm not shaming anyone, but I, if I went in there, I would be so uncomfortable. I, yeah. I mm-hmm. but I guess my only interpretation of it is like things that I have seen in movies. So yeah, I'm like picturing like just like a room full of men like vigorously masturbating and like me in there like <laughs> that what? would honestly probably be that probably it. is what it is <laughs> i don't know what else it would be like a, fa- a family of four going sounds bad <laughs> sounds bad it does sound bad <laughs> so again in this uh convenience store at the gas station we see that televangelist on the tv again being like the wrath of god is gonna rain down upon you so we get this contrast of like these people in the porn industry and you know this religious guy being like uh, the, the times are changing and all these people are going to hell. Mm-hmm. Outside, we see RJ starting to film a bit with Jackson Hole and Bobby Lynn. And it's like Jackson putting gas in the car and they frame it in such a way that it like looks like his dick. And, the, and RJ at some point has a conversation with Lorraine where she's like a little bit like grossed out by it and is like how can you do this like what what why do you want to do this kind of movie and he's like we're making it artistic like this is going to be a good picture like it's not going to be like the other ones like ours is going to be elevated like i'm a good director and like i care about this and so she's like all right she's she's along for the ride but doesn't seem like super into it so they continue on and they arrive at uh, the farmhouse that they'll be staying at and Wayne gets out of the van and goes to knock on the front door to tell the person he said he's like called ahead and spoke to this man on the phone he has a spare like guest house and am I talking in like a slight southern accent I just heard myself oh, just when you were talking you were, when you're saying what RJ said did you not yeah. mean to be you were just saying you're just saying what RJ said and he no, has that a part, southern accent that part, right that part I was I think meaning to say it in this, but yeah, just now okay. then you, in this talking about Wayne knocking on the door I was like, like am, I, am I talking in a southern accent am, 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 am I am I oh that sounded a little bit honestly am you could and it would just lull, lull me it's into fine. if I do forgive me if I do forgive me forgive me if I do I'm just getting into character <laughs> You're good at it. Um, so Wayne knocks on the front door and Howard, the old man whose property this is, answers it with a shotgun pointed at him. And Yikes. yeah, you just said shotgun. Shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> shotgun. I don't know what it is. I'm just I can't. <laughs> You're in the zone. I'm baby. in the zone. <laughs> Um, but it's a stressful scene. He's obviously scared and it's like, hey, hey, I like called you on the phone. Howard doesn't seem to remember and is like, like, this is private property. Get off my property. And they see the rest of the group sees from inside the van like this doesn't look right. They see like the front of a shotgun pointing out of the car and they're like, oh, something's wrong. And Maxine opens the glove compartment and there's a handgun in there. 
and mm. they like start grabbing it. But then the situation is diffused. Howard remembers and he's like, no, I called you. I spoke to you about renting the place, your guest house. And he's like, oh, right, right, right. Uh, of course, lowers the shotgun, sets it down. He says it's not even loaded anyways. Wayne is like, oh, I get it. I have the same. I have one in my an unloaded gun in my glove compartment, too. Like, I get it. Then Howard says, like, I I thought it was just going to be you staying here. He sees that there's like a whole group of people that look like young. They're dressed like they're porn stars. A, yeah, they're, they're dressed like porn stars. Sluts. He's a man like, full of sluts. And he's like, wait. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, and Howard also has the televangelist playing. So he's like eyeing them and being like, mm. mm, these are like undesirables on my property mm. type of type of look. And Wayne pays him extra. He's like, I know I'm sorry, but I thought maybe I'll just pay you like triple or something and hands him a big wad of cash. And that seems to put Howard's mind at ease. And he's like, all right, fine. Starts walking them out to the guest house. They're walking through. It's like these. Like, oh, my goodness. Oh, gorgeous. Wow. Jenny Ortega looks like she's nine years old. She, does she really, look really does. Young. I had to look up how old she is because I was like, wait, how is she hanging out with them? She's how old is she? Is she like 22? She's 19. 19. Yeah. yeah, that's young. She's a young, young. Young. Yeah. So they walk out to the guest house, which is just a couple hundred feet away from the main house. And oh, before they walk away, Maxine sees an old woman in the like top floor window of the main house watching them mm -hmm. and gets a little creeped out by it. They go out to the guest house and Howard leaves, like gets them like settled in and is like, please like use discretion. My wife like doesn't know that you guys are all here and not that she doesn't know, I guess, but like just don't upset my wife. My wife's not well and like just can you keep it down and stuff. I think Lorraine is the one that says like they don't know what we're doing here, do they? And mm -hmm. uh, Wayne says better to ask forgiveness than permission type of thing like mm -hmm. So, no, they don't. Mm -hmm. And they start filming and we get kind of like long scenes of the like porn film that they're making. And we saw a little bit in the trailer of like Jackson Hole arriving and Bobby Lynn being like, do you want to come inside? And he says, <laughs> much obliged. Like there's a lot of fun little cheesy porn dialogue. It's great. It's super fun. But it's like kind of long in that scene. It's like, oh, we're really like watching the the porn story for a bit. Um, and it's as the farmer's daughter's title might suggest. She's the her her daddy's a farmer and he's out of town, out of the house right now. He'll be back later and like I can fix you some lemonade type of thing. And while this is happening, Maxine goes out to like walk around the property a bit because this isn't, this isn't her scene. They're filming other scenes first so she goes out wearing like shorts overalls with nothing underneath like no top underneath it's like very sexy little outfit but also like walking through these long weeds in i don't know i just i'm like so uh, i hate bugs so much <laughs> you're like bug bites bug bites on my bug boobs bites. bugs bugs every my boobs yeah i'd be wearing <laughs> no, a turtleneck you. and <laughs> cover up cover up uh. <laughs> Um, but she finds a there's like a lake with a dock and she walks out on the dock and is like dipping her toes in the water. And we see a little shot 
of an alligator in the in the reeds and she decides that she's going to go swimming she takes off the overalls and goes in and she's just like floating on her back and we see the old woman peek out from behind a tree like watching her <laughs> in a way that is kind of funny i think like the visit like <laughs> it's just like laugh. it's like oh <laughs> ooh, is she naked it's yeah it's very funny but also like we know this is not gonna be good whatever this lady's doing it's not gonna be good and we get this like really cool overhead shot of maxine laying in the water and a huge fucking alligator like swimming towards her from far away and she turns and like starts swimming back in she doesn't notice it and makes it back to the dock without the alligator reaching her and doesn't even notice it okay but it's a stressful little scene would an alligator just come up and eat you is that a thing no no they have to be provoked right well it, they, they either have to i mean if it was very I'm, i don't fucking know you're no, from I'm florida not. Emily's, emily's from florida she's the I grew, expert I grew in florida no no truly they they won't they're very lazy and their metabolism is really slow so they're not gonna mm. like expend extra energy if they're very 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 hungry they'll eat you but mainly the reason why alligators eat people is they are they think that they're fish they're like so like if that that like dipping your little feet in the water right like yeah that mm -hmm. makes them get you because they think that you're a fish they don't want to go after a human but like maybe they know you're a human if your whole body's in the water it's actually maybe safer than if just your feet are in the water i think so i think like the splashing is what like you know they think them. it's like a fish yeah. jumping or something. That's kind of similar to sharks. I feel like sharks, it, they go for like people on surfboards because it's like a different shape than a human shape. It's mm, like closer a to a seal shape. They should know better. That's true. Maybe alligators should know better. They're all stupid. They're all pretty. Yeah, they're pretty, <laughs> they're pretty stupid, which is interesting when you think about. They've been alive for so long. Alligators and, and sharks are like two of the oldest species. They should that, have figured like, it out by Intelligence now. would help you survive that long. But that's not what it seems to be. They don't need it. They're doing just fine. They're doing, they're doing just fine. Mm -hmm. um, and I should mention there's this uh, like the editing style of this. It it kind of goes back and forth between the current scene and the next scene in a way that's kind of interesting and kind of distracting. Like it'll show a few frames of the next scene and then go back to the scene and like go back and forth a few times before fully transitioning to the next scene. It's a little huh. jarring, but it's also like kind of like, oh, you, you don't often see people taking risks with editing. And so yeah. it's kind of fun to see. I don't know that it fully works, but I like that they tried it. <laughs> okay, cool. Great. Why not? Why not? I'm trying to picture in my head what that would be like, and I'm struggling to. Yeah, it's um, weird. It's it's like a little unsettling. Yeah, it's just kind of like makes you do a double take for a second. I think that's probably the intended effect of just like feels like what? And then mm -hmm. it's like, okay. Mm. So then she somehow, oh, as she like gets out of the lake, the old woman sees her in a more like normal setting like maybe she's out on the porch or something and wait beckons her to come inside and maxine is definitely creeped out by her but doesn't know that she was watching her in the water so she's not mm -hmm. as creeped out by her as she should be yet mm -hmm. and she 
goes inside and she's like we're on this woman's property like probably i don't want to be rude and she's still sh- like topless basically she's in her overalls yeah, okay, yeah yeah and the old woman doesn't look like angry about it she's more like coveting it like she's like very intrigued by maxine mm. and but she doesn't say much to her she literally like beckons her in wordlessly and maxine goes in and sits in the kitchen with her and the old woman's name is pearl and Hmm. pearl pours her a tall glass of lemonade and they're sitting there and maxine just chugs the lemonade because she's very uncomfortable it's pretty funny she just like downs an entire glass of lemonade and then is like well i better be going (laughs) and she gets up to leave and pearl stops her and is like let me just show you like this photo there there's photos hung up in the entryway like near the front door and photos of her younger and she shows her her and her husband younger and she's like this is me and howard um i used to be a dancer and there's photos of her as a dancer and she's like looking at it very nostalgically like Mm. clearly thinking about her youth and like look how beautiful i used to be Mm -hmm. and maxine is kind of like feels sad for her and is taking a bit of pity on her, I guess, and being a little softens to her, kind of. And um, as she's looking at some of the photos, we hear Howard's truck come back. He was gone and he like returns home. And Pearl's like, you should go. It'll be our little secret. And as she says that, she reaches out and touches like the side of Maxine's like breast because she's in a like a not she doesn't have a shirt on and touches her in like an inappropriate way. And Maxine is very grossed down is like, what'll be our secret? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then just leaves because Howard's approaching and she just is freaked out and and runs out. Uh oh. Uh oh. As she gets back to the guest house, Wayne is like, hurry up, hurry up. It's your scene. It's your time. And again, we see like a full scene of this porn film where Maxine is milking a cow and she's in the same outfit in these overalls. So this is her her porn scene outfit. And she's milking a cow and uh Jackson Hole comes in and they talk about oh you must have been with my sister like she's so jealous of me because I'm younger and prettier and they like end up going back to the house to have sex I can't actually remember how you know how the how the porn plot goes but (laughs) Mm -hmm. we fill in the pieces we'll fill in the Mm -hmm. pieces it's got to lead to them having sex and the way that this is filmed is like Maxine is a star. Like we saw Lorraine as she's recording sound for uh, Bobby Lynn and Jackson Hole scene. And she is kind of like intrigued, but a little uh, still like not grossed out, but just like, ooh, like this is a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But she looks hypnotized by Maxine having sex. Like she is clearly you can't take your eyes off her. She is a star. Interesting. Okay. And as she's having sex with Jackson Hole, we see Pearl peeking into that Uh, window. No, Pearl, get out of there. (laughs) Pearl, you're gross. 
<laughs> it's gross. And she's Girl. also like very much in the shot. Like the window is. <laughs> <laughs> this is like reading very funny to me, even though I know it's technically not. It, no, it's a little funny, but she's the camera is facing that direction. So she would be in the shot. And so and they don't stop like they don't notice her. And so it's just funny to imagine the people watching that porn later. <laughs> wait, do we think that Lorraine, wait, Lorraine actually is like in love with Maxine, wait, Lorraine's the sound is Jenny Ortega, right? Or what's her yeah. name? Yeah, is it Jenny Ortega? I think it's just that she is like, whoa, this is. Okay, she's just okay. feeling it. It's she's kind of it's okay. kind of like that moment she, where she's thinking like, I get it now. Like this is hot. Maybe I don't think she's in love with her, but she's just it. She's like, oh, clicks. this is gonna this works. Yeah, something clicks for her. Okay, all right. And there's like a shot where. Maxine looks over her shoulder and sees Pearl and a quick shot where I assume this is Pearl's imagination where Pearl is having sex with Jackson Hole. Mm -hmm. And it's a very, it's an unsettling moment. But then Pearl goes home and asks Howard to have sex. She's like horny now. And Howard is like, you know, I can't. They're very old. They're like they they are eighties or nineties, and he says, "You know, I can't." My heart, and she's trying to caress his face and kiss him, and he like pushes her off, and he's like, "I love you so much, but you know, I can't." Like, it's oh too God. dangerous. I know it's really sad. Like, they just are too old <laughs> to have sex, and she's just. I don't know. She's like so unhappy and so, yeah, she's so sad by this. She goes upstairs by herself and is just looking at herself in the mirror, brushing her hair, uh, yearning for her youth. And she puts on, Maxine is wearing bright blue eyeshadow. We see Pearl putting on the bright blue eyeshadow, imagining herself younger. It's very sad. I think a lot of this movie is kind of a reflection on aging and the loss of youth and that <sighs> that uh, not being in your prime. And it's it's yeah, it's sad. That's sad. That's sad. That's sad. It's very That's really sad. sad. <laughs> that night we see the crew all sitting around in the living room of their guest house talking to each other again Lorraine is asking them about she's more interested now in asking them like well how do you guys do this doesn't it make you feel weird having sex uh on camera for other people to see Bobby Lynn and Maxine are very much like it's just sex like it's our bodies and it's like it feels good and we like doing it and it's you know not a not a relationship Bobby sorry Bobby and Jackson Hole are kind of in a relationship not it's it's clearly loose she she calls him he's my boyfriend sometimes so they but they're but they're you know have feelings for each other but so everyone's explaining why they like what they do they're like this is our choice we we like our lives we like this and Lorraine is like you know I don't know if I agree with all of that but I like what I saw today like I I get it more than I did before and she says so I want to be in the movie (laughs) huge 180 (laughs) huge 180 and RJ is like what (laughs) (laughs) 
And he, by the way, has just been like defending the porn industry and been like, it's totally fine. And like, this movie's going to be really good. But then she's like, okay, well, I want to be in it. And he's like, excuse me? Like, you can't. Like, absolutely not. And she's like, what do you mean? Absolutely not. And Wayne also is like, well, wait, wait, wait a second here. Like, let's let the lady. Let's (laughs) Let's find out what she has to say. I don't know. (laughs) RJ then comes at it from more of a like, well, the story, you can't change the story halfway through. The script's been written. And Lorraine says, what about Psycho? You always talk about how you love Psycho. That movie changes halfway through. And he's like, that's a thriller. That's something they were trying to do. Like, that's not what we're setting out to do. But it's a fun little meta moment because this is kind of where this movie takes a turn and tonally becomes something else. But Wayne wants her to be in the movie uh, very much. He's the producer and it's like she should make her own decisions. And she says, like, I want to I want to do it. And so they start shooting a scene with her and Jackson. We don't really see it. They don't show hers as as much because she's 19. She's 19 years old. And at the time of filming, maybe 18 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Great point. Which, you know, legal, but gross. Barely. Gross. Yeah. So they afterwards all go to bed. We see RJ crying in the shower. And um, he I at this point, the way this shower scene is filmed, it's filmed overhead again. And I'm thinking we're going to get like a psycho psycho shower Uh death. Uh, We don't. But it's um, just fun to have a little little shower moment also to mark this turn from like story to now it's going to become a bloodbath. (laughs) Oh, boy. And he after his shower storms out and again everybody's in bed sleeping and he gets in the van and angrily says you know we'll see how they do without me like he's just gonna leave them there what what a like freaking hypocrite yeah he's having a little tantrum for sure yeah Yeah. maybe he wouldn't have gone through with it but we'll know we won't know probably we won't know (laughs) so he is driving away but stops because Pearl is standing in the driveway and he gets out and uh, you know he looks concerned and and goes up to her and says ma'am are you okay um she says no and she's you know just being kind of silent and creepy and we know that nothing good is about to happen oh no and she starts like caressing him and trying to kiss him and he obviously is not into it and is pushing her away like ma'am like can i get your husband like are you like are, do you need me to help you no, get inside the yeah, woman wants to have sex her husband can't yeah, do just- it <laughs> and he pushes her off and is like lady i'm not i'm not doing that with you and she stabs him right in the throat it's really mm. it's like almost a jump scare and he stumbles back and falls backwards and she straddles him and is just watching him kind of choke on like the Ugh. knife and blood like the knife is still like sticking out of his neck and she then takes the knife out and oh, no. goes stabs again 
and again and again and again and then just like keep stabbing it is like spraying blood there this is happening right in front of the van so the headlights are shining on them and this blood splatter gets on the headlights so then it's all like red lighting it looks very cool but she stabs his head so many times that it's oh his head oh sorry his neck so she's almost decapitating him but not from (gasps) slicing just from so many stabs and she gets drenched in blood and then she gets up and she starts dancing Oh, oh my god <laughs> she was a dancer when she, she was, was young. a dancer she's feeling herself she's feeling herself and this is a scene in which i cried which is <laughs> what <laughs> oh, it's definitely not meant to be a scene that you cry in but i at this point really felt for her like she she just it feels like she's just waiting to die at this point. It's kind of how they set up her life. Like she just has nothing to look forward to in life. She can't have sex with her husband. It just made me feel really sad. And it's like, this is the moment where she feels alive again. It was like something Mm. to give her, make her like feel something. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. she should have done it. I'm not saying it was good. I'm not (laughs) saying it was right. But like Mm. the way that it gives her joy that she can't get from anything else in her life just made me cry. I was like, I don't know if I was very moved by it. Um, I get it. And everybody else in the theater was laughing and laughing, which. Oh, they were laughing. Yes. There was. I mean, people laughed a lot in this movie. And I think about similarly that happened in Mandy because people think of Nicolas Cage as an over-the-top actor that you laugh at. Wrong. It's not right. It's not correct. It's not correct. And I don't know. I think there's <laughs> something in horror movies that you kind of... It touches... You want to release yes. something. Yeah, it's crying release. and laughing are not all that different yes, in that exactly. moment. It's like they're feeling something and they have to release it. You, it, it provoked tears because you are... you can access that exactly but i understand why the same moment would make people laugh because they're just like mm-hmm. ah, you know you gotta you gotta release that energy somewhere you, you can't gotta get it out you can't keep it in you cannot keep it so then we go back into the guest house and see that lorraine is waking up and seeing that rj's gone she's mm. wants to go find him and this is the music also changes here um the music is really good. It's like I can only describe it as porno horror music. You know the like waka 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 in porn. Oh yeah, it's like that, yeah. but like slowed down to a to a way that's, oh, that's like cool. very creepy. But you, it's the same instrumentation that you would hear in seventies porn music. I loved cool. it. And so Wayne also wakes up. I think he's in the kitchen, and Lorraine finds him in the kitchen and asks him for help to find RJ. And he looks outside and is like, well, Van's still here. So he's here is it, somewhere. Is it middle of the it's night? middle or? of the night. Yeah. It's still middle of the night. Okay. okay. And Wayne is in just tidy whities Great. And he's like, I'll go. I'll go. We'll go find him. He's here somewhere. The van's here. He's got to be on the property. So they go out and Wayne is barefoot in just the tidy whities walking around this mm. like swampy land at nighttime, which again, pff, mosquitoes. <laughs> Mosquitoes, snakes, sharp sticks. And to make matters worse, they split up. He says, I'll check the barn. You 
I don't know, check elsewhere. So he goes into the barn by himself and it shows his feet like bare feet walking along the hay no, no, in no, the barn. No, 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 and I'm thinking, no. and this guy's got to get some shoes on. And of course, the camera pans down and we see a nail, in, no! <laughs> an upright nail right in his path from a floorboard no. sticking out. And he steps on it, goes oh. right through his foot. He starts screaming. It. It's pouring a lot of blood. And then he has to continue to like walk through this nasty fucking ah! hay with an open wound in his ah! foot. It's really that. gross. And he sees there are three holes in the side of the wall uh, of the barn. And he sees like a shadow pass by. And he's trying to yell. He thinks it's Lorraine. And is like, Lorraine, I need help. I like stepped on something. And starts crawling over to the three holes and Lorraine doesn't respond and he gets closer and looks at the like puts his eye straight up to one of the holes. We know this is not going to be good. (laughs) And a fucking pitchfork comes through those three holes and plucks his eyes like right out of his head. And it's funny because he says a line earlier about the porn that they're making. He's like, people's eyes are going to pop out of their heads, which is a fun little little foreshadowing. (laughs) Would it be that easy to just pluck an eye out? I don't think so. That probably not. Has to be perfectly spaced. Probably not. But it's 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 very much like that kind of grindhouse vibe, seventies yeah. horror. Uh, so again, it like makes it a little bit funny. <laughs> then we see Lorraine is going up to the main house, and Howard comes out and is like, "What are you doing out here in the middle of the night?" Lorraine says, "My boyfriend's missing. I'm wondering if you can help me find him." And he's like, okay, okay, like, come on in, like, let's grab some flashlights. And he has a flashlight and says, I've got another one down in my basement. Just go grab it. Okay. And now, is he scary? We're not sure yet. Okay. He's not like comforting presence, but we're kind of, it's possible at this point that maybe he's just worried about his wife and trying to like keep the people on his property like out of her business as much as possible we're not sure okay but pretty right. sure pretty soon here we're gonna find out, <laughs> oh, we're gonna find out. Okay. okay all right all right. All right. so she looks a little nervous to go down into the basement understandably but she goes down and sure enough the, there's a flashlight right there and she says got it grabs it starts running back up and he closes a door on her and locks it. Oh, God. Locks damn her it. in that basement. So he's not he's good. He's not good. Nope. And nope, 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 she's nope, 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 uh, banging on the door, can't get out, freaking out, and then runs back down into the basement to see if there's like another way out, shining her flashlight uh-huh. around. And there is a man's hung up corpse. like hanging from the ceiling and it's like (gasps) really bruised around the penis area which i really (gasps) really don't like the implication here (laughs) what wait what so it's like a fresh corpse it's pretty like a new corpse but it's not rj it's not rj no oh no Oh no. oh no! No 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 no! Oh no no no! 
and she's all rah, 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 rah. <laughs> this is actually where she does her good scream and she goes if that was the acting choice that Jen Ortega made at this moment <laughs> just going the full Patty Harrison and I think you should leave <laughs> Then it would be oh funny. Then it would God. be funny. Okay, so there's a corpse. There's a corpse hanging up. I wrote a corpse with a beat up penis. That's a phrase that oh. Ew. Oh. a phrase that I don't like. Sammy, yeah. a beat up penis. I know. I know. I really don't like that. Ugh. I don't like it at all. Can we see his face at all, or we don't really know who he is? It's, He's just. Like I, I think it's an person. unknown person. You can kind of see his face, but yeah, I think it's just someone else that was on this property at a time. It's yeah. I think the implication oh, is that it was Pearl's previous little sex slave, and that maybe Howard oh. is trying to satisfy, give his wife something to satisfy her in a way that he can't. So maybe this is something they've done before. Oh, well, it is too dangerous to have sex with her then. And he is not wrong. <laughs> yeah, his heart would give out. His heart would definitely give out. He can't beat up his Jesus. old penis. <laughs> oh, my God. We go back to the barn and we see Pearl coming in. She's drenched in blood and carrying the pitchfork. And she walks up to Wayne's body and slowly stabs it to make sure he's dead. And he is. But it's kind of funny. She's just like, poke 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 <laughs> he's dead and howard now is walking out to the guest house with oh, his shotgun and knocks on the door jackson gets up and opens the door no and howard says my wife is i can't find my wife this happens sometime at night sometimes at nighttime she gets confused can you help me find her Jackson says, like, I, I was in Nam. There is a t there's a moment earlier where Howard says how he was like fought in World War Two. And Jackson is like, this is how I'm like going to get on this guy's good side. Like, we're both veterans. Like, I got you. I got you. I'm going to help you, man. And then it zooms out to a wide shot and it's a silhouette. And you just see Jackson's like huge penis. <laughs> He's just completely naked. You just see the silhouette of his like dick hanging between his legs and it's it's enormous. And Ty West actually did a Reddit AMA recently and someone said, is Kid Cudi's penis that big or is that a prosthetic? <laughs> and he wrote, some things are better left like unsaid or something like that. So I'm sure it's a prosthetic. We'll but never know. It's got to be yeah. a prosthetic. That would be Not that Kid Cudi's okay. dick must be small, but I think in general... <laughs> They do prosthetics Whoa. for this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, he says, yeah, I'll help you. Let me get let me get my draws on. And they go and head towards the lake and they split up and go different directions around the lake. And as Jackson is walking, he sees a little like VW car in the water, like sunk into the lake. It's oh. also similar to Psycho. Mm. and he's concerned by that but is more concerned about the missing old lady i mean you'd think they're just like a little, a little old couple they're what could they do what could they do what could they yeah, do totally innocent. yeah and so he does a lap and he doesn't find pearl and then gets back to howard and is like uh, you know sh i don't think she's out here also like i was thinking like yeah if you fought in vietnam like walking around a farmhouse 
in at night like looking for an old woman is like not gonna feel scary right like i feel like you've done this yeah now. that's that makes that's yeah, unless you have ptsd valid, right he gets back to Howard and says, I didn't see her. And Howard just shoots him in the chest with the shotgun. Oh, my God. OK. OK, fine. Howard. Fine. Why make him walk? Why don't you shoot him right away? I don't know. Like, why? I don't know. And wants like help. He's like, maybe she, he can find it. Maybe <laughs> Pearl will have fun. <laughs> we see Pearl going into the guest house. And now it's just Maxine and Bobby Lynn in there. They're both sleeping. And... Pearl goes into Maxine's room and she gets naked and uh -oh, she uh -oh. slides into the bed next to her uh -oh. and Maxine is also naked and I really hated this part. I'm like dissociating oh, no. now so telling it. Oh, no, that's no. kind of that's kind of it. But she just like touches her. She's just like caressing her and she's also like still covered in blood so she's getting like blood Ew. on her side here i think what what look at that hair it's so gross she's just like rubbing her and like getting turned on and maxine Ew. is just like completely asleep it's so gross Ew. we see lorraine in back in the basement looking around she finds an axe and she starts chopping at the at the basement door to get back into the house it's very like the shining and she mm -hmm. creates a little yeah like a little strip to like look through and of course it's the opposite side of where the door handle is so she has to reach her arm out and around to try to reach and howard of course comes back and fucking smashes her hand with the back of his shotgun and literally uh, like smashes one of her fingers off off like ah! smashes it so hard she's screaming pulls her hand back in screaming and crying lorraine can't get out of the basement uh back in the house we see bobby lynn in bed and maxine wakes up screaming and bobby lynn hears it we, we actually see like there's a moment of pearl maxine turns over to face pearl with her eyes still closed still asleep and pearl is just like laying they're laying face to face just right next to each other. And eventually Maxine opens her eyes and starts screaming. Bobby Lynn hears it, jumps up, opens her door, sees naked Pearl like running out of the house. Maxine goes into Maxine's room. Maxine's screaming, that woman was in here in my bed touching me. And everybody's very freaked out. Bobby Lynn chases after the woman and finds her on standing at the edge of the dock and just looking almost catatonic and bobby lynn turns like grabs her by the shoulders and says ma'am like my grandma my nana used to get confused too like i can help you i need to get you back into your bed no. and uh pearl comes back too calls her a whore and pushes her in the water and that alligator just freaking chomps her and does that fucking death spiral. Oh, I fucking hate that. 
so and much. apparently this was like mostly practical and britney snow had to like a fake alligator <laughs> but like was really like spun with a model alligator and apparently it was still painful because it wasn't like yeah. yeah horrible and then they did i had a stunt person do it too but it looks yeah it looks yeah, real it looks like she gets killed by an alligator oh my god and this is when Howard finds Pearl and together they start walking back to the guest house. Uh, we see or yeah, to yeah, to the guest house and we see Maxine seeing them come at Maxine was like about to run out, but sees them coming and so runs back in like, oh, well, I got to hide in here. Um, also probably heard Bobby Lynn like screaming and dying and so mm-hmm. knows everything is not good. Mm-hmm. She already knew that, but knows it even more now. Uh, Howard and Pearl come in to search the house, thinking only they they like know how many people they've killed. So they're like, there's only one left, one in the basement, too. We got to find Maxine. And they look at the house, search the house and they can't find her. And they're like, oh, she's not in here. And they sit down on her bed. And... Um, again, Pearl is just like coming on to her husband and she's like, I just like, do you even think I'm pretty anymore? Do you even love me anymore? Like, are you disgusted by me? And he's like, I think you're the most beautiful woman in the world. And I always have, and I still do. And I always will. And they start kissing and she's like, please, can't we just, can't we just have sex? And he's like, Okay, all right, we can try. Oh. Like, oh, and they start having sex, and of course, uh, that um, Maxine oh, is under the bed. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Just hearing them have sex, and while they're having sex, she crawls out from under the bed and is able to escape while they're distracted, and she runs into the main house. As she runs to the main house, she sees she runs past RJ's body. And so we see that his head is, yeah, like basically Aww. detached. She's fucking yeah. freaked out by that. And yep. she go, runs into the main house because the, the van doesn't have the keys. So she needs the Classic. car. She needs Arsa. the car keys. And she grabs the, the gun from the glove compartment. But it's not loaded. She doesn't know that. Oh. And she runs to... The house is looking for the keys. Here's Lorraine screaming and goes to let Lorraine out of the basement and is like, come with me. Like, we got to get out of here. I got to find the car keys. And Lorraine starts screaming at her. This is all your fucking fault. I fucking hate you. Like, leave me alone. And that, like uh, the whole reason I, this is like I'm here because of you guys and like I shouldn't even be here. And she just runs straight out the front door. And the second she steps out, boom, she gets shot in the side of the head by a shotgun mac oh uh, howard and pearl have returned are done having sex yeah and so a lorraine gone and but they don't know that oh. pearl is uh or that maxine is in the house so they're not like rushing to mm-hmm. get in and they start kind of slowly grabbing lorraine's body trying to drag it in for some reason they're so like they're so healthy for like 80 <laughs> and 90 year olds. They're like very sp- well, they do this a lot. And- That's how you stay fit. Yeah. yeah super moving fit. dead bodies. Yeah. It's a great workout. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. they're dra- he's Howard is dragging Lorraine's body in 
And as he gets her just inside the front like step, she has a moment of like, <clears throat> like a last little like blood spurtle thing. Like, I don't know, a little reaction. Like she's not going to survive, but she just has a little jerky motion and it scares Howard and he has a heart attack and dies. What? Wow. Okay. And collapses. Sure. Maxine sees this happen, sizes up the situation and is like, all right, he had the shotgun in his other hand. And so Pearl doesn't have the shotgun. Maxine thinks, thinks I've got a gun. Pearl doesn't. I like these chances. So she just goes straight up to Pearl and is like, where are the fucking car keys? And uh, Pearl is crying, sobbing. Her husband has just died. And she's like, tells her where they are. They're in the kitchen. Maxine goes and grabs them. And by the time she gets back, Pearl has grabbed the shotgun and Maxine fires her gun at her. Doesn't have doesn't have any bullets. And so then Pearl is able to get the shotgun and shoot at Maxine. But she's clearly not as good with the shotgun. She doesn't like aim great. And the force of the shotgun shoots her backwards. She like comically flies like 15 feet out of the front door of the house, like onto the front porch area. And um, is screaming in pain. She's broken her hip and... Okay. Also, uh, during all this, again, this like televangelist is still on the TV screen. It's always in like the mm. background. And uh, Maxine walks out uh, of the house. I think she probably grabs the shotgun too and is now looking like, well, like it's game over. I've won and looks down at Pearl. Pearl is crying to her for help, is like, please, please help me. Maxine does the little quiet place with her finger and then Pearl starts screaming at her and is like she says like I was I was beautiful like you you're gonna be just like me one day you're gonna be just like me and you'll understand and Maxine (laughs) grabs or gets into the truck and reverses right over Pearl's head and then drives back over it. The head explodes like a watermelon. (gasps) Gross, 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 gross. And as she is, she drives off off and she does a little line of cocaine off of her hand and she says to herself, I will not accept a life I don't deserve. And uh, then we cut back to the next day, presumably where the, where we started the movie where the cops are on the scene again surveying the scene now we know like whose body is whose which is kind of fun Mm. we see on the tv the televangelist guy saying i i have firsthand experience of losing someone to a life of sin and he turns to a photo and we see that maxine is his daughter and says my daughter (gasps) left the church for a life of sin and i need all of us to pray for her and outside we see the other cop discovering the camera and bringing it up to the main deputy or detective guy and is like what do you reckon's on this and he says probably one goddamn fucked up horror picture (laughs) and that's the end of the movie (gasps) wait 
Wow. Wait, I really, I really thought something like supernatural was going on with Pearl, but there wasn't. She was just a crazy psychopathic. She's driven, driven mad by being old and horny, aging. aging. Yeah, and being old and horny. Being old and horny. Then there is a post-credits scene and some fun trivia that's going to blow your guys' minds. So, Pearl is also played by Mia Goff. Oh! <laughs> which is similar to okay. the, like, Tilda Swinton in Suspiria, which Mia Goth was also in, which I think is kind of interesting. Oh, okay, okay. But they're not, even though she played Pearl, it's not like, they, she was Pearl or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like No, but... I kept thinking there was going to be something like that going on with all of this. No, you know but what I mean? in the post-credit scene, they mm -hmm. it's like a Grindhouse-style trailer for a movie called Pearl that's about young Pearl, who is, again, Mia Goth. Mia Goth. And that movie is actually happening, and they've already filmed it all, and it comes out later this year. Whoa. Wait, what? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I guess A24, like, greenlit it immediately because Ty West, was they were already there, and they filmed it, like, right back to back. He had already written another script and was like, we've built this set. Mia Goth is down to, like, stay for three more months to do this next movie. So they just did it one right after the other. Whoa, that's crazy. So it's in post right now. And okay, we'll get to find out more about Pearl. It's like a pre prequel to X, kind of. Yeah. Wow. X is a full franchise now. That's very cool. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Amazing. Damn. Well, Pearl is a psychopath. This so is wild. Can't wait to dig into to that a little how, bit. How how it came to be. Yeah. It's a horror movie, right? I'm assuming. I would assume so. Yeah. It's a rom com about her and Howard. That would be great. I would honestly love it if we switched up genres for Pearl. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What an interesting time. Yeah. This was. Yeah. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was, you know, I think it's really fun and also touches on a lot of real life things that are sad and scary, like yeah. like um, aging and wanting, wanting to be in porn. Yeah. Like, it's so sad. Jenny Ortega, she wanted to be in porn. And she died for it. Hey, yeah. always it. be stressed. Never be horny, baby. <laughs> Never be horny. <laughs> <laughs> Will you show us, Sammy, an, an image of Pearl? I want to see if I can see. Yeah. I did not. Yeah. I did not notice during it. I didn't know that watching it. But then kind of near the end, I suspected a bit. Um, but yeah, let's see. She's pretty unrecognizable. And there's... Um, an interview with Brittany Snow where she said it was like very weird because you really couldn't tell. Don't see Mia at all in these. The prosthetics. Must yeah. Be like really Colin good. Farrell on the Batman where I couldn't see. Right. I couldn't see Colin Farrell. Right. Ah, oh, Jesus. That's them um, lying, in, lying in bed together. I mean, that's very impressive makeup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Her, she doesn't look the same at all. No. No, she me. didn't look the same at all to me either. Like there's part, there's really no part of it like even the eyes i wonder if they did like different contact lenses or something because i didn't even really see it in her eyes but i'll probably see it again mm. at some point and i'll definitely be looking for that on a second viewing but wow yeah um sammy thank you for this that was um 
That was that was surprising. I really was waiting for there to be like uh, I was waiting for there to be like something else, like some something else going on. But it was just two just psycho true, old people, just a true slasher. That's great. That's great. Seventies scary people, Texas. One of those, you know. Mm-hmm, one mm-hmm, of those. Mm-hmm. Going back to the going back to the classic classic back formula. To basics. Back to basics. Yeah, wow. I, I loved it. I want to do the other Ty West movies now. Yeah, well, we'll do freaking Pearl's Pearl's Adventure whenever that comes out. Mm-hmm. Pearl's Adventure. Mm-hmm. Wowie. Sammy, you got to take us out with your beautiful, beautiful accent. All right. Uh, from, <laughs> from all of us. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> from all of us here at Too Scary Didn't Watch. Goodbye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you like the show, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And if one episode a week just is not enough for you, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast to become a patron and receive all sorts of extra goodies from us, including bonus episodes, trailer reactions, and more. And no matter what, we will see you right here next week for another episode. We love you so much. Bye. Bye.